This is Today's Living Hope with Linda Penn. Life's hard and you don't need to go through it alone. Together, we're going to find God's direction for living. To join the conversation, call 1-800-684-2848 or 883-5000. Now, live from the studios of WDCX, here's your host, Linda Penn. Hey, welcome. You know if it's 1 p.m. on Saturdays, it is time for Today's Living Hope. And who of us out there, we need hope, don't we? With our world the way it is today, thanks for stopping by because we're here every week to encourage you, give you hope. You know, every week is different. I thank all the listeners who commented last week on and all the calls that we received. It was great. We gave away some great books. And if you want to listen to that um, repeat last week on how to get organized, how to organize now and get some great helpful hints, you can also go to the archives, todayslivinghope.com. You know you can always email me at lindapenn at todayslivinghope.com as well. Well, thanks for stopping by. You are listening to WDCX 99.5 and also 970 AM, which you know goes way north in Canada area. We're all over the place. We're streaming live worldwide, and if you want to catch us or send it off to your friends, they ha- all they have to do is go to WDCX dcxradio.com and they can click in and they can hear us right now. Well, it's been a busy week. I bet it's been busy for you too. We've had a little up and down in our weather. I know some of you have been very sick this week. We've been praying for you and I know the sinus things that are going on, but here it's warm in the studio and we love being in Buffalo because of the four seasons and we're good neighbors and lots of good things are happening here. If you need that encouragement and you need that hope, you're going to want to stay tuned today. I have a very, very special guest, and I'm going to tell you about him early. So when we can, we take our first break, you can call people or you can email people and say, hey, you got to listen to this program. So um, I'm going to give you his name. It's Hossein Ali, and he is visiting from a foreign country. I can't tell you the country. He is a converted Muslim. And he's going to be talking to us about his life before Christ, how he came to know his Messiah, what has happened to him, the persecution, the abandonment. You're going to want to listen to the story. And it's impactful. It's going to go by really, really fast. And then that's from one o'clock to two o'clock. And then we really want to take your calls, your comments, because we want to share with you how you might be able because some of you are out there every day working with muslims people you have muslim neighbors how you might be able to share christ with them so you're not want to you don't want to go away today you want to hear this great testimony how god is using him we're um this is not his name uh what we're saying hosen ali we've kind of just given him that name for this time because we want him to stay anonymous because of the work that God has called him to do. Uh, In modern day, from biblical time, I would call him Joseph Paul. So you know about Joseph, and you know about Paul. So you're going to want to hear this testimony. Well, you know, today's Living Hope is also about empowering people through Bible studies, seminars, and counseling. I'm a certified counselor, and you know we have Bible studies at Benders. Just check them out on my website, todayslivinghope.com. You can stop in Benders. There's about five or six of them going on right now. So you can stop by, check them out, and join that. Also, I must tell you, 
on February the 10th, you know we have those free spa days. Well, from February the 10th at Bender's from 1030 to 3, can you believe the free services that we're going to have for you? Dr. Michael Boz is going to be a chiropractor giving his services free. Whether we have nail techs, wellness consultants, essential care massages, holistic health coach, nourishing tradition seminar, and much, much more. Free. All you have to do is walk in the door. Just walk in the door. It's totally free. Ladies, what a great time to enjoy, relax, have something done for you personally before Valentine's Day, and then do a little shopping. Isn't it great? I also want to tell you that, um, hey, Jim Walton is interim pastor at Kenmore Baptist Church. And right now I'm the interim associate pastor. and We're doing all kinds of things over there. If you would care to join us on Sundays at... 11 o'clock you can come to 10 wardman road all kinds of good things are happening over there and uh, jim is speaking this sunday and then the next two sundays i will be speaking so in case you want to stop by 10 wardman road that's kenmore baptist church in kenmore well i think it's time for our first break and then you're going to want to stay tuned as we listen to Hossein Ali as he shares his testimony as a converted Muslim and how he came to know Christ and how God has called him into ministry. Well, you know, Bender's Christian Bookstore has been in business for 65 years. It's a lighthouse here in our Western New York area. You've got to stop by for the best in Christian services, resources, information and things that you need as you want to share christ with others and build for the kingdom here in western new york we're going to take a short break we'll be right back all right gift giver the regular gifting season is over you made it to the postseason and the party is on the line it's fourth and long the clock is ticking down and you're down by one gift what are you gonna do Oh, you know what you're going to do. You're heading to the Bender Zone, the custom laser engraving section of Bender's Christian Store, because they've got plaques, frames, mugs, crosses, pens, crystal votive holders, cutting boards, lazy Susans, and an engraving staff that ain't so lazy. Uh, nor are they named Susan, but I digress. Yes, beautiful custom engraved gifts where almost all engraving requests are already included in the price. Why a custom laser engraved gift? Because they look great, they're personal, and they become a treasured keepsake for years to come. A total gifting win. So get into Bender's Christian Store for that special gift win. They're easy to get to at 8550 Sheridan Drive in Williamsville, just a mile east of transit, and watch while they laser it for you. Or call ahead at 716-633-5757 to schedule an appointment to get it done. Or even find them on Facebook to see some examples of their work. The custom laser engraving department at Bender's Christian Store. Why? Because it's all about that moment. When they open the gift and you hear, it's perfect. Gifting win. I grew up in the synagogue. I went to Hebrew school, Jewish day camps. My father was president of the synagogue. Everything with the Passover Seder had to be perfect, everything. We were told you cannot read the New Testament. If you want to stay my friend, you'll never tell me about Jesus again. We are survivors of Christian persecution. I was asking the rabbi who God is and, and some of my teachers who God is. I never really asked God who he is. God, I want to know you like our fathers. Who is the Messiah? Who is Jesus? And Rabbi, look at these prophecies. This sounds like it's describing Yeshua. It was mind-blowing. I couldn't run away from it anymore. I am fully Jewish, and I fully believe in Yeshua. 
Come and visit us at imetmessiah.com. Testimonies of Jewish professionals who met their Messiah by oneforisrael.org. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Join Today's Living Hope with Linda Penn each Saturday. Hey, welcome back. We are so glad that you are with us this weekend. And you are listening to WDCX 99.5 and 970 AM. Hey, as we introduce our guest today and we have him on sharing, I want you to know that you could write a comment or you could ask a question by going to Today's Living Hope Facebook page and you will see right up front about today's program and you can make a comment in the comment section or ask me a question and I have it right up here on my computer and we can respond to you or we could have um, our guest, I'm going to call him Joseph Paul this segment. I'll change it back to a Muslim name um, later in the show because he is just who he is in this modern sense of what God has called him to do. Also, we would love to take a question from you on our phone. So I'm going to open up the phone lines and uh, have you call in. And when you call in today, you can receive a gift of a gift card for a coffee shop, either Tim Hortons or Uh, Our other one that we like in the area, Starbucks, whether you're in the Canadian area or here uh, in uh, the U.S. side, it's either Starbucks or Tim Hortons. So the numbers for you to call in are 1-800-684-2848 or 883-5000. So as you think of a question, you want to make a comment, you can use those numbers and call in and we'd be happy to take your calls. Well, today I want to welcome Joseph Paul, or I guess I can say Hassan Ali. He is from a Southeast Asia country, a Muslim country, and he came to know Christ in 1983. His country happens to be 90% Muslim. 5% Hindu, 2% Buddhist, and 3% nothing. They maybe don't even believe in God. God is using this man because of his love, his great love for his Muslim family. So I'd like to welcome Hussein, Hussein Ali. Welcome. Thank you. How are you? Well, I'm doing good. Good. You've been here in the States for about seven weeks. Yeah, it's something like that. Give her that, and um, you've had a good time? Yeah, it's a good time. Good. It's a good time. Well, we are very interested in knowing what your life was before you came to know Christ. uh, uh, 0.07% Christian. Zero. He's telling me something else. Just tell it on the air. Yeah, and we also have... uh, um, 0.07% Christian in my country. So there's a lot of work to be done. There's a lot of work to be done. And the ho- But the Holy Spirit is there. Holy Spirit is there. And he yeah. has called you. That's right. That's so right. Well, I, uh, when I was 80 years old and my parents had a real plan that someday I will be a Muslim imam, that's why they sent me the Muslim religion school that I can learn Quran. And I was five years in that school, and I learned Quran. And I learned the Quran in Arabic, but I don't understand its meaning. And I was not supposed to know the meaning. I d- they said, you don't have to understand it. Just read it. So, and I was asking so many questions, and that, uh, that was not good uh, for, the, for my teacher. And they don't allow me to do it. 
And finally, um, I just I got to know, and I was kicked out. They thought that uh, I committed the sin. That I'm a sinner boy, and I'm never going to um, forgiven my sin. My Allah will not forgive my sin forever. So, and then, but still, I have to pay uh, my penalty because I was doing something wrong in the school. And they put me in a room for three years of time, and I have no fellowship with my family and uh, with nobody. And they put me in a room. They make sure that all the windows are closed and doors are closed. Even my mom used to fix my plate and give it to me and make sure that I cannot toss her. That was the... At least you could eat, but you yeah, were yeah, isolated. Eat. Isolated. Com- because I, you asked too many questions yeah. and you weren't going along with what they said. You don't have to understand it. That's you uh, just have to read, to it. read it. Read it. And so you were yeah. exiled right away, That's put right. in a room, isolated. Yeah. Isolated for, for three, three whole years. For three whole years. Yeah, for three years. And in three years, I says, oh, my, um, you know, my sin never going to be forgiven. If I die, I'm going to go hell. And uh, and why I have been suffering, why I should continue my life. I just tried to commit suicide twice in my life. And, you know, and three years w- was over, and now I'm allowed to go out, and I was just walking through a road, and... Uh, you know, nobody want to talk with me. I just, just by myself, anything I do. Just You're by still a, uh, at around 11 or 12 in uh, age. In, in, the, in, in, the, in that time, I'm 16 years Six, old. By that time, you were 16, 16 years, old. years old. You were let out from the three years of punishment. Yeah. But you were being shunned. Nobody's yeah. paying attention to you. No, no. You can't go back to your family. No, I, I can, can go back. Yeah, I can go back, but... But I lose all of my friends, and nobody want to. Nobody is friendly to me. Nobody want to talk with me, because they thought that I am a, I'm a totally the wrong person, totally the sinner person, and that's why. But one day I was just walking through, and 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 in my country there people ride rickshaw. The rickshaw is a three bicycle wheeler, mm-hmm. and the back side has two two passenger seat. And that man was passing, uh, passing me, uh, riding a rickshaw and passing me. And he said, hey, brother, do you like to ride with me? And I just look at him. And I said, yes. And when I look at him, you know, this man is so different because nobody wants to talk with me. And this man is calling me brother. And what a wonderful man. And I just look at him and I said, yes, he was so different because he was looking different. And I was a country boy I never saw in my life. That's a man can be white. You know, his skin is white. See, our skin is dark. Mm-hmm. And, and his skin was white. And I never, and I got a shock. Oh, this man, he's a man. Well, I just said yes. And I was riding with him. And I was talking to him. And, and I still had a doubt. This man, is, he's a real man? Or maybe Allah sent an angel to me. And talking to him, and now and then I was tossing his hand to be sure that he is a man, that he is a real. And, well, he was a real. He was a real man of God. And he said, where are you, where are you going? I said, well, I'm just here. He says, would you like to visit my house? I said, yes, that will be good. So he took me in his house, and then his wife came with a two cup of coffee, and one for him and one for me. And, you know, there's, 
I'm a country boy. I never drank coffee before in my life. That's my first time I got got a coffee drinking. And well, when I take, you know, when I was drinking the coffee, it was nice a smell, but it was not very good taste. <laughs> so I, I so would <laughs> venture to say you're still not a coffee drinker. <laughs> well, not very good. Not, actually. not very good but at it. Yeah. So, and uh, I was so afraid to ask him anything because this man was very good man. He was uh, treating me very well. And I was asking him, brother, are you Muslim? He says, no, I'm Christian. Oh, what do you believe? He said, I believe in Jesus. And uh, Bible is my holy book. Bible is Torah, Psalms, and Gospel. That's my holy book. Oh, how you can have it? He said, tell me how, why I cannot have, have, have my Torah, Psalms, and Gospel. I said, listen. Allah has rebuilt four holy books, Torah, Psalms, Gospel, and Quran. Quran is the latest one. When Allah rebuilt Quran, then Allah has canceled this, this three holy book. And Allah ha has taken that book with him. And this book is no more available here. And you said you have it. And he said, okay, come on, boy, I'm going to show you. So he took me in his office and he gave me a copy of Bible and well I had to hide the book when mm -hmm. he gave me the book I, I I hide real good and I took the book in my in my house and I start to read that nobody can see and the first night I read the book it was really really enjoy it was I enjoy the book it has so many good story on the book what was the first book you looked at in the Bible I think that was in a Genesis okay um, so and uh, I enjoyed it. it's a nice story there and I enjoyed that and the second night I just opened the book and I don't know I had no idea where I'm going to open or what book is going to be but that was book of John <laughs> And I, I read chapter 1, then chapter 2, and then chapter 3. When I get chapter 3, I really found two special bars in that one. Well, it's an exciting story already, isn't it? And you could see God's provision. You could see the divine appointment, and you could see what God's doing. There's a lot more to this story, and we're going to take a break. I'm even going to take it early because we have so much we want to cover. We don't want to miss anything, and you don't want to miss anything that our friend Hussein Ali has to say as how he came to know Jesus as his Savior and then called him into ministry. Don't you dare go away. We're going to be right back from this commercial break. In the middle of the afternoon, your boss calls you into his office. He shuts the door. Your heart begins to race when he starts off by saying, I have some bad news. He tells you your position has been eliminated, and then he slides an agreement for a small severance package across his desk and asks you to sign it. Hi, I'm Leslie Smith, an employment lawyer in Oakville, Ontario. Before you sign that severance agreement, call me. I've reviewed thousands of severance packages, and based on my experience, I will be able to look at your severance agreement and let you know if you've been offered a fair amount. And if you haven't, I will negotiate with your employer until you've received the amount you deserve. Losing your job is emotional, and it's difficult to think clearly when it's all happening so fast. So before you sign the agreement, call me so that I can make sure you're being treated fairly. 905-257-7714. That's 905-257-7714. 
it has been declared a national emergency. The opioid epidemic is taking the life of those we love and wreaking havoc with things like family life, finances, and trust issues. That's why it's crucial for you to help those you love struggling with addiction. There is help right here in Western New York. In His Name Outreach is on the front line fighting this epidemic and fully equipped to help you. In His Name Outreach is a nonprofit, faith-based resource center located in Buffalo. They offer services that not only help the person who is struggling with their addiction, but also provide support for you and your family as you walk through this difficult time. Donna Potter and her team of qualified counselors and medical partners have the tools you need. Some services they provide include counseling, addiction recovery life coaches, family services, support groups, seminars, church support, and community outreach. Thinking of becoming a recovery coach? They have dynamic classes available for you. Opiate addiction is not only an emergency nationally, it's an emergency in your own family. I know is here to support you. Call today to set up your confidential appointment, 464-3681. That's 464-3681. In His Name Outreach, where healing is possible. Hi, I'm Dr. Michael Boz of Boz Family Chiropractic in North Tonawanda. Do you suffer with neck, back, or leg pain, neuropathy, numbness, or migraines? I can help you find relief. Even if you suffered with discomfort for years, I can develop a tailor-made game plan to help you get back to living the abundant life. On today's Living Hope, Linda and her guests are experts at helping us find spiritual hope through godly principles. The same God designed and built your body, so let me help you get it back in working order. Call for your appointment at Boz Family Chiropractic today. 716-693-0556. That's 716-693-0556. Empowering you to minister to your world. Here's today's Living Hope. Hey, welcome back. You are listening to today's Living Hope with your host, Linda Penn, on WDCX 99.5 and 970 AM. Hey, we're still open to take your calls. I would really like to take calls and questions after the two o'clock break as then you can talk specifically with Hassan Ali and ask him questions. Don't forget if you need a chiropractic adjustment or you're looking for a new doctor, a person who cares and takes the time to care, it's Dr. Michael Boss at 693-0556. Or in his name outreach, if you need counseling and help with an addiction, codependency. Uh, I'm part of the team of counselors at In His Name Outreach and there's so many seminars and things that are happening throughout the week that would be very beneficial to you or your loved ones. And you can reach them at 716-464-3681. So we are talking to Hossein <laughs> Ali, or Joseph Paul, as I want to call him. And he has told us uh, the time he's abandoned from his family, he's kicked out of school, he's met this kind Christian man in his foreign country, who's invited him to his place, and he has now shared the first Bible to him. And you are reading that Bible, and you're discovering and finding yes. Jesus. And Yes. Uh, actually, when I get John, actually there are two verses, I says that I found two verses in the John, John 3. That was John 3, 16 and 17. John 3.16 says, God loved the world so much that he has given his only son. Everyone, those who believe in him may not die, have eternal life. You know, 
it says everyone. When it says everyone, that includes me. Everyone. Uh, everyone. That's <laughs> yes. that, that includes me. So it doesn't matter that I'm senior or, 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 or not, but it includes me. And the second uh, verse says, God did not send his son to condemn the world, but save the world. Look, I was already condemned by everyone. So mm. when I got the verse, I was reading again and again. I was crying and crying. I said, yes, God, I'm not going to commit suicide anymore. This is a hope that I can continue my life. And I received Christ in that moment mm. in my heart. Amen. And I said, from that moment, I am a Christian. Mm. And the next morning, I went to see the man, the white man who gave me the Bible. He was from, actually, he was a Southern Baptist missionary from Mississippi, Mr. Tom Thurman. So, and uh, he, I, I told him what I found it uh, in, in, the, in the book, and he just, you know, he didn't tell anything. He was a smile a little bit, and he said, well, brother, I'd like to help you, but I cannot help you because this is a Muslim country. If I help, and then maybe your government will cancel my visa and send me back. So mm -hmm. what I'll do, I'll take you a local Christian pastor that you can go, and he can help you. So the local man can help you, but I cannot because I'm a foreigner. So, and the... And the local Christian pastor, he said, why don't you join my church? I said, okay. And then I start to attend his church every Sunday. Um, and immediately, my dad, he got the message that I'm attending the Christian church. He became very angry. He came to me with a big eyes and angry mm. face. And he said, hey, boy, are you attending the Christian church? I said, yes. Why? Are you trying to become Christian? I said, well, it's not that I'm trying to become Christian, but I'm trying to know. He said, well, if you want to know, just don't go there. Just listen to me. I said, what? He said, what Christian people do is everything wrong, and they have been worshiping with the wrong God. Okay? You understand? And I told him, I don't think so. He said, what? You don't think so? Tell me who is dad. You are my dad or I am your dad? And I told him, of course, you are my dad. He said, mm -hmm. if I am your dad, you must listen to me and don't try to go there anymore, okay? And I told him, I'll try. Hmm. Believe me, next Sunday, I tried very hard not to go. But it was not me, but my foot took me there, you know. <laughs> the foot and the Holy Spirit. Yes. The divine appointment of God choosing you to be a born-again believer. Yes, but, you know, and my dad, he realized that there's, I attend again, and in an in a, in a evening, he called an emergency family meeting, what to do with this black sheep. An older brother of my father, my uncle, said, well, it's not a big deal. This boy attracted by evil spirit, beat him up, it will go away. And one of my cousins, he really loved beating people. He found a piece of bamboo and he started beating me all over, just like he's killing me. And I was tied up for a whole night. And they, they gave me time that says, well, you need to say, say sorry or you need to promise us that you will not be there anymore. You will not do this funny thing anymore. Then we are going to 
release you. We are going to forgive you. Otherwise, we know what to do with you. So, and I was tied whole night, and they and they went to bed. And I ha I had to tie it up like that. And my mother, she's the one was walking around. You know, she she d she didn't want to sleep because she's the one was suffering with me. And early in the morning, and she realized that they are going to kill me. And and she she just early in the morning she came to me, and she untied my hand, and she kissed me and some money in my pocket and said, my son, I love you. You just need to run away, otherwise they are going to kill you. So I have no idea where I'm going to go because I was a country boy. I never been out of my village and where to go. But you knew you had to leave because that's you, right. you serious. That's I, yeah, I'm they're serious. They threatened you. That's right. I have to leave. And I came to my friend. Um, uh, what happened? I, I came to my friend and I shared with him what happened last night with me, with my family. And he said, well, and he gave me some money and he says, just run away. So where to go? Then I, I went to the largest city in my country and there's nobody can find me. And in the evening, I, when I get there and I try to buy some food and my money was pickpocket and I had no money to buy food and what to do? And I was asleep on the beside the road, and I was the next morning. I was very hungry. I was looking for food, and uh, I was and somebody eat food and throw beside the road. I quickly jump, and I was eating like a garbage food for 15 days. Somebody eat the banana, they throw the skin. I quickly jump on the skin and and eat the banana skin. You know, people may it doesn't make any sense to the people. Hi, banana eating banana skin. And I'm going to tell you what, banana skin tastes real good if you are hungry. <laughs> Absolutely. You know. Just about anything tastes good when you're hungry. That's right. And yet God, oh, I can't wait till they hear the rest of the story. God called you. He's got a plan. Joseph Paul. Joseph <laughs> Paul. Tell us more because this, it hasn't been an easy road. It gets worse, doesn't it? Yeah. So that, and then I went, I went there and, um, and after 15 days, I, I, I went I went to a Christian church in, in, in that city, and I met the pastor, and, and I sh shared my life uh, wi with him. And he said, well, uh, I can give you a, a room that you can stay there, and uh, I can give you some money just for you can eat and this kinds of thing. But you have to, I, I'll give you a job. You can clean clean the church. I said, okay, that's, I don't mind to do it, and I was doing this. Uh, for eight years of time, and after eight years, I I joined with a man. Um, he has organization, but I really had a hard time to work with him because he was not a perfect man to work with. Mm -hmm. So and then I had to resign from him, and I, well, I resigned. I I, I resigned from him, but I learned a very important lesson from that organization. The first thing I learned from that organization that what not to do. Mm. And second thing I learned from that organization that money, money does funny thing to the people is no matter who you are. Mm -hmm. So, and I resigned from him and I don't know where to go because I have no place to go now. And I decided to come back to, uh, to my billers. But in that time, in the meantime, I was officially rejected from the family, so I cannot go back to my family anymore. But 
I had a boyhood friend. He was so close to me and he just saw me. He just ran to me and he hugged me. And he said, brother, I heard that you become Christian. Is that true? I said, yes. Why you become Christian? Did you get a big money from them? And I said, no. He said, did you get a big job? I said, no. I said, well, anyway, I know that you cannot go back to your family, but uh, why don't you stay with me? I said, sure, I can do it. And uh, I was staying with him in three months, and after three months, he was ready to take baptism. So he came to know Christ as well. He he not to, he is the my the first person, he is my best friend, boyhood friend. Then he came to, you know, came to know Jesus. But his family was so upset with me, and then um, his family took me uh, the uh, the clubhouse, and the, all of those young people was beating me. So Beat you got beaten again. Uh, beating again, beating me because uh, I'm the one is helping his son to become Christian. That's why they took me to the clubhouse and all of those young people, they're beating me. And the village of the chairman was passing through. He said, hey, what happened here? They said, we caught a Christian. He says, stop beating him. If he, if he dies, then the whole village is going to suffer because to kill anybody is against the law. So they all stopped beating me. But it was more than over, uh, more than 100 people all around me. They were spitting on me. So you're so, again condemned, condemned yes. uh, abandoned, abandoned, persecuted, That's spit right. on, beaten right. yeah. because you are a Christian and you mm. had an influence with your best friend. Right. They couldn't kill him, yeah. but they could do the same thing to him then that they have done to you. And right. eventually what happened to your best friend? Yeah. And and uh, then then everybody gone. Then my, my friend came to me and he was cleaning me because all of the speed mm. was around on me. And cleaning me and say he was so sorry because he thought that people beat me because of him. Mm. And I says, no, it's not for you. It's for his kingdom. He said, first thing, tomorrow morning you need to baptize me. I says, no, this is a Muslim country. It's going to be dangerous. I don't want to be start a riot. Uh, riot. He says, no, if, if somebody come to me and I, I know how to fight back. I'm not going to be good Christian like you. I'm going to fight back. You need to baptize me. And I says, no, no, no. He says, if you don't baptize me, I'll think you are a hypocrite. And uh -huh. that, uh, that is really, I'm feeling like a pressure to baptize mm -hmm. him. Mm -hmm. So uh, next morning, I took him in a creek and I baptized him there. And after his baptism, I was thinking, oh God, I was very badly beaten even yesterday mm -hmm. afternoon. And that time in this village, I was only one Christian, and today we are already double. <laughs> and know? that's not the end of the story. No, <laughs> not by a long shot. No. <laughs> Is that the end? Of we the are story? already double. We are two. Mm -hmm. Tomorrow we can be two hundred. Mm -hmm. So God, but these days in that village is really ten thousand. Muslim, they become Christian. Did, our listeners out there, did you just hear that? Started with one and then two, and now there's over 10,000 yes. in his country, Muslims that know yeah. Jesus. Yeah. In the, in the village. In the village. And, 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 and all of those people, those who was bidding me, and they become Christian. 
Mm. That's the best part of the story, I think. Is that, oh, the best part of the story. God is up to something and he's not done yet. I don't mm. know about you listeners out there, but I got the Holy Spirit chills here. Yeah. This is the working of God, that God is up to something. And, and it hasn't been without its price because yeah, tell them quickly yeah, what happened to your mother and your friend. Yeah. So, well, and because of my mother released that day, he, he, he kissed me and put me some money. Mm-hmm. Because of that, my mother was mistreated and he passed away very next day. And that was she a lot. Did. She, she passed away. She passed away very, very next day. And that was my mother. And my best friend was killed um, after, after 10 years when he became Christian. And his both hand was cut up and his, uh, somebody a step knife on his stomach and he died. Mm. So it's not only that. And uh, my family tried to kill me twice uh, when I was Christian because I I became Christian, and and for myself it was I four times I was left for death, and one time I was in a garbage bag, people did it, mm-hmm. and I have 34 murder pastor got murdered 34, and about 500 house burned in my country. The many of our women got raped because they become Christian. Mm. So can you see the price that we paid to, you know, in the, in the o- over here in this in this country, if somebody become Christian or somebody become Muslim or become Hindu, whatever it is, it doesn't mean anything to others. But if in my country, if somebody become Christian, it means everything to others. And you may lose everything. In the whole family unit and expanded, like in the whole village, which I know here when some people come to a personal relationship with Jesus Christ um, and they want to leave a religion but follow a relationship, they are heavily persecuted here and and around our world for leaving a a previous uh, family situation of religion. But I don't know of anybody that's been beaten, stabbed, or or, or killed. And yet God has laid something on your life that is not only sustaining grace and enabling faith this isn't the end of the story i'm going to have to take another short break but you're going to want to come back because there's so much more to this story we do have living people called by god in a situation chosen by god to live on this earth in the 21st century who wants to do work and accomplish what god has established beforehand in destiny from heaven to happen here on earth and he's using Hossein Ali don't you dare go away there's more to this story and I have to say Facebook page I've had more shares over this comment of this testimony in this day's program than any program that I've done you're listening to WDCX 99.5 WDCX 970 a.m. We're going to finish this story. Please call in, make a comment on todayslivinghope.com comment section, and we're going to open the phone lines at 2 o'clock for you to ask questions as he shares how you can share Christ with Muslims in your area, your neighborhood, and your workplace. Don't you dare go away. We'll be right back. Our ministry, One for Israel, is an initiative of native-born Israelis on the forefront of media and high-tech evangelism, boldly proclaiming salvation to Israel, raising up leaders and equipping them with the tools they need to transform our communities. We also provide humanitarian aid to Holocaust survivors with the love of Yeshua. 
Join us as we share the gospel in Israel. Become one for Israel. All right, gift giver, the regular gifting season is over. You made it to the postseason and the party is on the line. It's fourth and long, the clock is ticking down, and you're down by one gift. What are you going to do? Oh, you know what you're going to do. You're heading to the Bender Zone, the custom laser engraving section of Bender's Christian Store, because they've got plaques, frames, mugs, crosses, pens, crystal votive holders, cutting boards, lazy Susans, and an engraving staff that ain't so lazy. Uh, nor the name Susan, but I digress. Yes, beautiful custom engraved gifts where almost all engraving requests are already included in the price. Why a custom laser engraved gift? Because they look great, they're personal, and they become a treasured keepsake for years to come. A total gifting win! So, get into Bender's Christian Store for that special gift win. They're easy to get to at 8550 Sheridan Drive in Williamsville, just a mile east of transit, and watch while they laser it for you. Or call ahead at 716-633-5757 to schedule an appointment to get it done. Or even find them on Facebook to see some examples of their work. The custom laser engraving department at Bender's Christian Store. Why? Because it's all about that moment. When they open the gift and you hear, <gasps> It's perfect! Gifting win! Today's Living Hope has been a blessing to you and so many WDCX listeners. Host Linda Penn is here for you as she continues to bring you the best in conversation every Saturday from 1 to 3 p.m. to help you find hope to fulfill your purpose and destiny for living. You've grown in your spiritual walk with the Lord and want to support the efforts of this incredible ministry. Learn more about how you can become a sponsor or advertising partner today. If you are a business or individual, you can donate to Today's Living Hope nonprofit organization. All donations are tax deductible. Email lindapenn at todayslivinghope.com or call 716-906-4620. Today's Living Hope, empowering people with purpose and destiny. Feel like you're over your head with everyday life? You've come to the right place. It's Today's Living Hope with Linda Penn. Hey, if you're just kind of stopping by for the first time, you are listening to Today's Living Hope with your host, Linda Penn. And today we're talking to Hussein Ali, which is not his real name. I want to call him Joseph Paul um, because he's a modern day Joseph Paul and he is a Muslim who has come to know Jesus Christ and God has called him to love his people into salvation. So I want to kind of give the statistics of how God has used you that I want you to go back and tell us how. You can still call in after the two o'clock hour, 1-800-684-2848 or 883-5000 for your own gift card, coffee card of your choice. So I want a million people have come to know Christ. Yes. And there's 10,000 house churches, house churches in yes. your country yes. by one single man who got kicked out of school, yes. <laughs> kicked out of his family, yeah. been beaten to death, wanted yeah. to commit suicide, read the Bible, the book of John, came to know him. And then yes. God gave you divine appointments yeah. and a path for yeah. you to be used. So how has a, a million people come to know Christ in a Muslim country and 10,000 church homes? Well, I will... I like to add something with you. Okay. This ministry is started by two country boy. Yep. One from Mississippi, <laughs> one one from Southeast Asia. Yep. So is <laughs> that's all the thing has happened. I love it when God uses ordinary people that's to do right. extraordinary things just because they yes. said yes to so Jesus. So in 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 this days there's you know there's uh, Islam is came from Saudi. The Saudi Saudi uh, published many 
many Quran in the, in the different languages. So they did for our own language also. So there, now we study just the Quran in our own language. It's translated. Now we can see, and we can see the Quran talks more about Jesus than it talks about Muhammad. So what we are doing, we have been using the, you know, we are, it's, it, it all is spreading out through friendship and relationship. You know, who is going to listen to you? Your best friend is going to listen to you. The friendship is important. Be friendly to, to, to your, your, be friendly with, with your Muslim uh, people. And then you can, you just ask them to read their Quran. You don't need to tell them, hey, I have a Bible and I'm going to share with you about Jesus. It's not going to work. Just ask them to read their Quran in their own language. So if they read, they are going to find that Quran is talking more about Jesus and then it talks about uh, Muhammad. In the Quran, it's talking Muhammad was only a small part, but mostly it's talking about Moses, it's talking about David, talking about Abraham, talking about Solomon, it's talking about um, Jesus, mostly. There is talking about Moriam, talking about Jacaria, and all of those. The story is there, and they will find out, and they will know there is a verse in the Quran, it says, uh, Surah 40, verse uh, uh, Surah 7, verse 40 says, "You know, Jesus is the revelation. If you do not believe before you die, you have to believe in Jesus. If you don't believe, the the door in the heaven will not be open." And Surah 3, verse 45 says, "Jesus was the Word of God." And, and Surah 20, uh, 19 and verse 21 is said that uh, Allah said, We, we sent our spirit into Mary. And then he became a man and he is the victory for the mankind, for the whole world. So this is, this is all the important thing they find in the Quran. It's not, it's not something that we are, the, all of those people are coming to Christ. It's not because that we are, we are preaching very good, we are doing good. No, no, no. It's not because of us. It's because of Holy Spirit. Because it Holy Spirit is working among, among them. Because His Holy Spirit is, is, uh, is moving around the country. And God has given us very good tools. That is their Quran. If we can encourage them, because Muslim people, they don't read their Quran. They don't read the Quran. They don't read and the Quran. you, by the way, have memorized That's the right. Quran. That's right. I memorize. So, and if and what do we need to do? Be friendly with them and ask them to study uh, to, to the Quran. And, and they will find it themselves. And they will ask you a question, how we can know more about Jesus. Then you can share with them. That's part you can help them. 
So that's the way it is happening. That is so exciting to me because it's building relationships, sharing, and learning together. The that's same right. as some, when someone gave you the Bible and you started reading. That's right. And not so much preaching at them, but building no. that relationship. So that man just smiled yeah. and encouraged you to keep on going, <laughs> keep right. on reading. Similar. And then uh, that tells me it's so simple for us. I don't know where you are to share Christ, build a relationship. Yeah. Be in the word of God. It'll explain itself. The Holy right. Spirit will draw and convict the heart. And that's how you have had a, a million former Muslims right. come to know Jesus right. and then have 10 house churches. Yeah. Has it been one-on-one relationships and sharing yes. and caring okay. and caring? Yes. I sat with you at um, Northgate Church one night and you showed us in the Quran. Yes. parallels right to the scripture right. totally flabbergasted all the people there yes. writing notes left and right how yeah. if you would read and study the Quran right and then as you the Muslim people are to know the Torah yeah. they're known to Psalms right. the Gospels right. and the Quran yes they too could find their personal relationship exactly. with Christ yes. and they don't have to give up the heritage of being Muslim Right. They have a personal relationship with him. Yes. Amen. 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 I am Amen. so excited about that because isn't that true? We don't have to be um, Lutheran, Methodist, Catholic or whatever. It's the same thing. Th- we just need to know Jesus. That's right. Th- that's why, you know, uh, I told you that I, I became Christian through uh, Southern Baptist missionary. But, you know, I'm not Baptist anymore. No. No, you know, that's the denomination (laughs) thing. And the denomination thing is really, be honest with you, it doesn't work with me anymore. I have to tell you, it doesn't work with most people either. It doesn't work with most people. That's right. It has to be a personal relationship. Intimacy with him. One one denomination, (laughs) that's we are Jesus people. Yes. That, 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 I think that's my priority. Uh, well, we're going to take another short break. I want to hear a little bit more from your personal life. You, I know you're married, your children. How have you been able to sustain this and keep this ongoing? And it's even spreading further, isn't it? Okay. Yes. We're going to take a short break. We're going to be right back and we're going to hear the rest of this story. Don't go away. Okay. Hi, I'm Dr. Michael Boz of Boz Family Chiropractic in North Tonawanda. Do you suffer with neck, back, or leg pain, neuropathy, numbness, or migraines? I can help you find relief. Even if you suffered with discomfort for years, I can develop a tailor-made game plan to help you get back to living the abundant life. On today's Living Hope, Linda and her guests are experts at helping us find spiritual hope through godly principles. The same God designed and built your body, so let me help you get it back in working order. Call for your appointment at Boz Family Chiropractic today. 716-693-0556 That's 716-693-0556 It has been declared a national emergency. The opioid epidemic is taking the life of those we love and wreaking havoc with things like family life, finances, and trust issues. That's why it's crucial for you to help those you love struggling with addiction. There is help right here in Western New York. In His Name Outreach is on the front line fighting this epidemic and fully equipped to help you. In His Name Outreach is a nonprofit, faith-based resource center located in Buffalo. They offer services that not only help the person who is struggling with their addiction, but also provide support for you and your family as you walk through this difficult time. 
Donna Potter and her team of qualified counselors and medical partners have the tools you need. Some services they provide include counseling, addiction recovery life coaches, family services, support groups, seminars, church support, and community outreach. Thinking of becoming a recovery coach? They have dynamic classes available for you. Opiate addiction is not only an emergency nationally, it's an emergency in your own family. I Know is here to support you. Call today to set up your confidential appointment, 464-3681. That's 464-3681. In His Name Outreach, where healing is possible. Building your faith and finding hope one day at a time. It's Today's Living Hope with Linda Penn. Hey, welcome back. We have had an exciting time here on Today's Living Hope as we have listened to Hassan Ali, which is not his, his real name. He is from a Southeastern Asia country. He is a converted Muslim that has come to know the Lord and over a million people in his country have come to know Jesus. And there are like 10,000 church homes. And it's not without, um, it's not without a sacrifice or a cost. It's not without continued persecution. And one of the questions, I want to get back to what happened to your dad and what happened to you three years ago. But I, how have you been able to do what you're doing? Because you still have to make a living and to sub, kind of support your habit of well, evangelism, well, you know. Well, God, in my whole life, I'm a businessman. So God has given me business. And, and I started... Um, I'm leading three businesses and, and, and two businesses completely for ministry and I'm keeping one business thus I'm growing fish. I'm a, I'm a fish grower. So I, you can say I'm a fisherman, you know. So I grow fish and I committed to God. I said, God, any money I make, I'll give you 50% and I'll keep 50% for my family. And now I see that God blessed my business so well even the 50% money is too much for me. I cannot spend all of this money. So, it's, 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 so that's And you have a family. I, I have a family. You're married. I, I'm married. And, 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 and I have actually, I call that I have 71 children. I mean, three biological children, and I've adopted 68 children. So, so that's a big family. I want to know when you're going to write the book. Anyway, you need to write the book. But I, now I've added to your name. Now it's Peter Joseph Paul. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And it just tells me what you can do when you're by, called by God and you follow what God calls you to do. You counted the cost yeah. because there still is a cost. Because about three years ago, you were put in prison. You yes, were beaten I, again. Well, somebody brought up Paul's acquisition just to push me. He thought that will push me down. That will stop me. You know, the Muslim people, they tried to stop me. So th they brought a false accusation against me, and they that's why I was arrested. I was very badly beaten up by the policeman, and they put me in a jail. And in and, and, and the first day in the jail, I was so painful. I was, so, I, you know, my mm. body was so painful. But there was a man, he was very sick. And, uh, and I saw him, and he was an old, older man, and I was praying for him, and immediately he got healed. When he got healed, and he shared with other sick men, and he came to me, and if I can pray for him. And that second man got healed, and these are people says, well, we have a magic man in the, in the prison. He know the magic. He know how to heal people. You know, he was running and telling this thing, and, you know, it was not magic. It was a miracle. 
that you know Jesus. It, it was Jesus and then uh, the the superintendent of the uh, the prison and he got the message that uh, that I know the magic how to heal people and he called me he says hey I heard that you know the magic that to to heal people what about that I said sir it's not magic it's a miracle you know we are Christian people we pray in, in our Bible says um, uh, pray for the sick then sick will be the heal so is that well my son have been suffering with a fever for three days can you heal him? I said, well, would you like to take me in your house? Then I can pray for your son. He says, no. I says, how am I going to do it? He says, well, my wife is going to bring my son mm -hmm. here. So his wife brought the son, and I was praying for, for the son, and that son was healed. And then he believed that, you know, that was so much different when his son got healed. And that man was behaving really different with me. He was friendly with me then. But in the first week, I had no idea, God, why I am here. I didn't, I didn't do anything wrong, but why you put me in jail? Why I'm here? You know what happened? I was there for six weeks. In six weeks, I baptized in the, in the prison 157 people with a bucket. They came to know Jesus. They came to know Jesus. Jesus, Amen. It's just you can't. If you're listening today, we can't make this stuff up. And, and this and is true testimony of a man called by God. And and I'm to going to tell people. you. And I'm going to tell you another story. I I think I must tell you this story. Uh, I was in the village. I was living in the same village, but I was not allowed to see my family. Mm. But somebody told me, "Hey, Mr. Ali." Do you know that your father is going to die? He has been very, very sick. And that hurts me because my mother died and I was not, not, uh, not there. Now my father is going to die. And I, went, I, s I decided to see him anyway. I went to see him. And, uh, and, and he, he don't want to open the door for me. And I says, he says, why are you here? You are not supposed to be here. I says, Dad. I'm still your son and you're still my dad. Somebody told me that you have been suffering, you are dying. So um, that's why it hurts my heart. I am here to see you. He said, yes, maybe I'm going to die. What happened to you? He said, I have been suffering with a fever. It's, it's two years. It's, 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 it's my fever never goes up. What else? He says, I can't sleep. I'm sleeping maybe one hour, even less than an hour a night, and I can't sleep anymore. And I said, did you see doctor? He said, well, I, I saw the best doctor, and, 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 the, and, and he gave me medicine, and the medicine is making me even more sick. And I said, what else? He said, I have been praying six times a day. I said, well, Dad, I know the Muslim people pray five times a day. What about the, your extra time, the sixth time? He said, well, I'm praying at midnight. Why are you praying midnight? He said, you know, I think midnight everything is quiet, hmm. and Allah will be so close to me, and Allah will listen. I said, did he listen? He says, no, and nothing changed. Okay, I know I gotta go, but before I go, I'm going to pray for you, Dad. Is okay? He said, yes, you can pray. And um, I says, Dad, if I pray for pray for you, I'm going to pray the name of Jesus. It's okay. It will bother you, or is okay? He says, mm -hmm. no, no, no. It's okay. You can pray. You know, I love my dad so much. And I saw he has been so sick. 
I just arm around him. I was praying and praying and praying so hard and crying and praying. You know, I always said that was the hardest prayer in my life for my dad. Mm. And I left. And that night, my father, he fell asleep about 9 o'clock. And when he woke up, he realized that was a 7 o'clock next morning. After two years, he slept whole night. And in the morning, he had no fever. He was totally healed. And he said, my youngest brother, why don't you go and call Hossein Ali? And then I came to see him, and he was smiling. I said, what happened? He says, why don't we have breakfast together? I love it. You know, it's almost 10 years. We, we mm. have no relationship. So we eat the breakfast. When he was eating breakfast on the table, and he was telling me, hey, Hussein Ali, I think your Jesus is really alive. Oh, my. I said, what? Dad, are you serious? He said, yes. Why not? I says, tell me, how, how do you believe it? He says, listen, I've been praying two years of time so hard. It's nothing is happening to me. And my Allah is not answering to me. And when you prayed last I mean, yesterday evening, and my feeling when you prayed for me, and your Jesus was right beside you, and he got a list and everything what you were asking for me, and he answered you right away. That's why this morning I am healed. Can you let me know all about? Mm. I said, sure, Dad. I love to. I love to help you. And then I gave him a Bible. I was sharing with him a Bible. After six months, he said. Why don't you take me a pastor then I then I can take baptism? I says, No, I'm not going to take you anywhere. I'm going to baptize oh, you, Father. Wow. And then I baptize my father. When I baptize my father, because he is the head of the family, then then all of my brothers and my <laughs> sister, they all came to the Christ. That's beautiful. That is just absolutely beautiful. God at work from a man who just obeyed God, did what he was supposed to do, didn't have an agenda except to purely love his people care about them no matter what they did to him to go and share Christ God revealed himself and now your father knows Jesus and yes. your whole family knows Jesus right. we're going to take a break we're running a little bit late but I'm telling you there's more to come there's just more to come from this program WDCX 99.5 970 AM your host Linda Penn with today's Living Hope with Hossein Ali on how even you could be used by God in your family by just obeying through the Holy Spirit. All right, gift giver, the regular gifting season is over. You made it to the postseason and the party is on the line. It's fourth and long, the clock is ticking down, and you're down by one gift. What are you going to do? Oh, you know what you're going to do. You're heading to the Bender Zone, the custom laser engraving section of Bender's Christian Store, because they've got plaques, frames, mugs, crosses, pens, crystal votive holders, cutting boards, lazy Susans, and an engraving staff that ain't so lazy. Uh, nor the name Susan, but I digress. Yes, beautiful custom engraved gifts where almost all engraving requests are already included in the price. Why a custom laser engraved gift? Because they look great, they're personal, and they become a treasured keepsake for years to come. A total gifting win! So get into Bender's Christian Store for that special gift win. They're easy to get to at 8550 Sheridan Drive in Williamsville, just a mile east of transit, and watch while they laser it for you. Or call ahead at 716-633-5757 to schedule an appointment to get it done. Or even find them on Facebook to see some examples of their work. 
the custom laser engraving department at Bender's Christian Store. Why? Because it's all about that moment. When they open the gift and you hear, <gasps> It's perfect! Gifting win! I grew up in the synagogue. I went to Hebrew school, Jewish day camps. My father was president of the synagogue. Everything with the Passover Seder had to be perfect, everything. We were told you cannot read the New Testament. If you want to stay my friend, you'll never tell me about Jesus again. We are survivors of Christian persecution. I was asking the rabbi who God is and, and some of my teachers who God is. I never really asked God who he is. God, I want to know you like our fathers. Who is the Messiah? Who is Jesus? And Rabbi, look at these prophecies. This sounds like it's describing Yeshua. It was mind-blowing. I couldn't run away from it anymore. I am fully Jewish, and I fully believe in Yeshua. Come and visit us at imetmessiah.com. Testimonies of Jewish professionals who met their Messiah by oneforisrael.org. Feeling lost and confused about things? Here's today's Living Hope. Hey, it's still time for you to call in if you have a comment or a question. This has been a phenomenal time of testimony and what God is doing. As you have been listening to Hassan Ali from Southeastern Asia country, a former Muslim, and the time that he's had with his family, the persecution, beaten um, as a young man, thinking that life was over, committing suicide, and then coming to know Jesus how God has brought people with him. He was led to the Lord from a Southern Baptist um, missionary and then leaving for a while, um, even having to find food along the road and in the ditch and in the garbage because he had been disowned, he had been abandoned. And then God connected him with other people. And since then, um, he has been used of God. Uh, he's gotten married. He has three children. Um, he has uh, two or three businesses, two of them to run the ministry of a million people coming to know uh, Christ in his Muslim country and having 10,000 church houses continuing that ministry. And then he has another uh, business where he grows fish so he can provide for his family. And besides the three biological children, he has 17 or 18 adopted. Six, 68 adopted. Six, 68. 68 um, adopted um, children and a man of God that's being used so totally in a place where there's been additional persecution even just three years ago, and yet God marches him on with favor and protection. His dad has come to know the Lord. His whole family's come to know the Lord. And um, I would like you to just share a little bit how you've established those church houses or how that came about to give people a full picture i want them to be able to know what's going on how to pray for you and then i would like you to share in this last half hour how how do we um and you said build relationship come alongside them but what else do we need to know as we come across and god gives us divine appointment of muslim people well i i see that you have a great opportunity in this country because uh, you have a uh, lots of uh, Muslim neighbors, just be friendly with them. They will listen. They're not, not every Muslim. Uh, I don't think that every Muslim are, are um, you know, they're just angry. They're bad. There are some good people. They're, they're, they're very good people, and the problem with them, they do not read their own holy book. They do not read their Quran. So if you are friendly with them, if you can ask them to read 
or if and I already gave you so many verses about that. If if you can, or or you can go to them with with all of those verses and say, you know, hey hey friend, I'm 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 reading. You know, I'm I'm not I'm Christian. I'm, be honest with them. I'm Christian. I'm I'm not reading, but I I want to know your Quran and I'm reading this and these verses. What 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 do you think about it? And and th help them help them to read. Mm -hmm. You know, if you if you ask question to them, and they will learn, they will read, and they will find. That's that's what Quran talks about. If they see something, their own holy book is said before they die, they have to believe in Jesus. If they do not believe in Jesus and they die, the the gate in the heaven will not be open for them. That is in the Quran. So, and just if you find this verse and say, hey, before you die, you have to believe this in Jesus. So when you are going to die? Next year? Next month? Or tomorrow? Or today? So before you die, you have to receive Christ. So when is your time? To receive Christ, L that will that will help them a lot to think about it. How can you actually, since you said that they need to have studied the Torah and the Psalms and the Gospels plus the Cor the Quran, yes. and you know that they are not readers, can you show them that part in the Quran and then bring it over here to the Gospels and show them that it runs parallel, well, or is that offending to them? No, I'm saying I'm I'm saying that. Quran is is like a tools. It's just just a tools. It's like a bridge. Okay. It's like a bridge. You use the Quran like a bridge. And I always say people, you know, Quran is a bridge, but don't park your car so long on the bridge. Uh -huh. You know, okay. you know what I mean. Yes. Yes. So, so just introduce them because they have no idea about Jesus and show them and help them they can find something from their own holy book and and if, if something in the quran they have to believe they cannot say no just like christian people is they find something in the bible they cannot be disagree with that so something in the quran they cannot be disagree with with, with, with the, the quranic verses what quran says so they will believe it and it will explore through friendship and relationship the way is, be, is 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 in my whole country right now is goes through you know some people they, they all we are having house churches mm -hmm. and and somebody says well i'm i'm walking like a miles like a two miles i'm walking and getting in the church so now i know about how the leading the churches and this kind of thing well, I will have friend. I will. I will found some somebody. Uh, then I can start. Maybe, maybe two, three, two family or three family. They started one uh, like a like a like a baby church, and they they will grow. They will grow. So is is just somebody is planting a new one. Somebody is planting a new one. Somebody is moving and planting a new one. So that's the way it it, it is, is is spread in my country. So as as the church. Um, house gets bigger, they expand, they expand and may break off they and break they go off. then to a, a, another home. Another home. 
I know when we share Christ with people, I know some people use a track or they just share their testimony. I really like to take people, if they will be open to it, to actually looking at the verses in the Bible. Because I believe when they read along with you, that is the power of his spirit, of the inspired word of God to get into their eyes, down to their soul. And he begins to do that work of softening and drawing them to um, Jesus Christ. So you basically start with the Quran, build a relationship, refer them that the corresponding or mention that those are from the Gospels and share about Jesus and they come to know him. Yes. Okay. Yes, exactly. And so that that is expanding. Now, how do you handle um, we got about three minutes before a break. How do we how do you handle then over there the well, persecution or people watching you for what they're doing? So there's not more persecution happening. Well, we, you know, the thing is, if people know the truth, they don't worry about the persecution. And what mm. we see, <laughs> I love wh- that. What we see in 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 our country, this people know if they become Christian, this persecution has been waiting for them. But they still keep coming. They're not worried about it. They don't care. They don't care. They're coming. They're, 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 they're hungry for the word. They're hungry for, for Jesus. They like to be saved. And, and they, they, they even, even I, I told you that many pastors got killed in, in my country. But that's okay. You know, wh- why? Because they were preaching. They don't worry about their life. This says, you know, we are Muslim people. We born in a Muslim family, and now we know Jesus. Now we know we are saved, and all of the all rest of the people, we, we love them because we, we because you know we are from the same background, so we like to we love them. That's why we like to see they are saved, and these people needs to be told, otherwise how they are going to know, and who is going to tell them? I I was telling I says. Jesus, there are many, many missionaries in this country. They're working among the minor people, the Hindu people, Buddhist people, but not enough people to work among um, Muslims. Who is going to who is going to share with them? Who is going to be who, who is going to tell them the truth? Yep. And Jesus said, "That's you. That's why I have chosen you. That's your job." To tell them. Absolutely. And that's our job, too. If you're listening out there and you're a Christian, you are to be sharing the hope that lies within you. Befriend them. Build a relationship. Time is running out, I really believe. The Lord is going to come back. And uh, we don't know what's going to happen in the future. We look at the news and whatever is happening. But now is the time. Yes. Now is the appointed time for such a time as this for those of us who know Jesus Christ personally to be sharing the good news, family, friends, neighbors, because it's it's necessary because it's not about a religion. It's not about a territory. It's not about a heritage. It's about a personal relationship with the God who said, I sent my son yep. and that he John three sixteen for God so loved the world. He gave his only begotten son. We're going to take a short break and we're going to be right back. 
The Lord has changed your life in a remarkable way. People in your life, your family, your friends, your co-workers, they all know where you stand when it comes to your faith. When you're at work, you spend part of your lunch break reading your Bible. That is, until the day your boss told you that you could no longer bring your Bible inside the building. He said your expression of faith is too offensive to other co-workers who have different beliefs. You refuse to comply with his mandate and now you're out of a job, fired for insubordination. Did your boss really have the power to do that? Hi, I'm Leslie Smith, an employment lawyer in Oakville, Ontario. Religious discrimination is a common problem in the workplace. If you have been let go from your job because of your Christian beliefs, you may have a case for wrongful dismissal. Call me today and we'll talk about the details of your termination and what course of action you should take. 905-257-7714. That's 905-257-7714. It has been declared a national emergency. The opioid epidemic is taking the life of those we love and wreaking havoc with things like family life, finances, and trust issues. That's why it's crucial for you to help those you love struggling with addiction. There is help right here in Western New York. In His Name Outreach is on the front line fighting this epidemic and fully equipped to help you. In His Name Outreach is a nonprofit faith-based resource center located in Buffalo. They offer services that not only help the person who is struggling with their addiction, but also provide support for you and your family as you walk through this difficult time. Donna Potter and her team of qualified counselors and medical partners have the tools you need. Some services they provide include counseling, addiction recovery life coaches, family services, support groups, seminars, church support, and community outreach. Thinking of becoming a recovery coach? They have dynamic classes available for you. Opiate addiction is not only an emergency nationally, it's an emergency in your own family. I know is here to support you. Call today to set up your confidential appointment, 464-3681. That's 464-3681. In His Name Outreach, where healing is possible. Hi, I'm Dr. Michael Boz of Boz Family Chiropractic in North Tonawanda. Do you suffer with neck, back, or leg pain, neuropathy, numbness, or migraines? I can help you find relief. Even if you suffered with discomfort for years, I can develop a tailor-made game plan to help you get back to living the abundant life. On today's Living Hope, Linda and her guests are experts at helping us find spiritual hope through godly principles. The same God designed and built your body, so let me help you get it back in working order. Call for your appointment at Boz Family Chiropractic today. 716-693-0556. That's 716-693-0556. Feeling lost and confused about things? Here's today's Living Hope. Hey, welcome back. We want to conclude this. This has been a great time as we've had um, today with Hassan Ali, or I want to call him Peter Joseph Paul. Uh, and um, we were just talking while we were uh, having the commercials roll through. And I thank every one of our endorsing sponsors. We could not do what we do without them. So if you need a chiropractor, Dr. Michael Boss, 693-0556. If you need counseling or help with an addiction or codependency, um, and I'm a part of I Know as well, you want to call 464-3681. And then if you want to talk to me personally, you can leave a message on my Today's Living Hope phone number, 906-4620. That's 
906-406-4620. Well, as we conclude this time, Hassan, um, how can we help you in your country? Um, I think there's a two-way. Uh, I still need teacher. I still need some teacher if, if, uh, uh, to teach my leader. I think uh, that will be a good, good thing. The second thing I'm asking about, there are lots of poor people in our country. They work all day long. They hardly make dollar or dollar fifty cents a day. So one Bible, it, it cost me five US dollar in my country. So to buy one Bible is their whole week's salary. So this is kinds of hard thing for our people. If you like to, if somebody want to donate for the Bible, I think that will be a good thing. That will, that's, that's we can uh, subsidize the price with their money and we can make them to buyable uh, because uh, if you donate money for Bible, I do not want to give them the Bible. Hey, somebody bought this Bible. You can get it free. Because if I give them free, there is no value on it, right? It's, uh -huh. free, it's free. So, and I want, they will spend some kinds of money for their holy book. So, if you give money to me, and I can subsidize their price, and they can put a little bit of money and they can still have the Bible. And they're more likely to read it. That's right. Yeah. And so you want an American Bible. Um, it's not American Bible. Or, or just an English Bible. No, um, it's, it's, it's my language Bible. Oh, it's your, it has to, of course, that's, that's dumb, right. dumb comment there. It has to be right. in their language. Yes. But if I would say and put something on my website, Today's Living Hope, and I would mention it through my Facebook page, if they would donate something through Today's Living Hope for the money, then I can write that check and make sure that total check gets to you to yeah. have Bibles happen. Yeah, we can right. do that. Yes. We can do that, and we will do that. Um, we will do that, and we'll start that immediately. When you say you need a teacher, you need a teacher to come over and help you teach Bible Yes. Um, yes. to your people in their foreign language. Yes. Okay. So you're going to need someone who is a Muslim that knows Jesus that can come over and help you in ministry. No? No. 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 You need an uh, an English person. Tell me what you need as a teacher. Oh, if, if, if the, if, if, uh, I, I have the, the people, you know, the, the teacher. And, uh, okay. So, uh, you know, they, they, they can go and they, they can teach and, and we have... Uh, we have uh, uh, people. They can. T we have a good translator. You know, even even English teacher is okay. They can go, and uh, they can teach us, and we can give him the translator. Okay, if that if you've heard that on the radio and you're interested, who do they contact here? Can you give us a name and a telephone number or? Well, you would, Well, she is here. You you better ask her. So. Okay, if we could have Donna come to the mic. Mm -hmm. Donna, uh -huh. tell us your name and information and how they can get a hold of you. Okay, they can get a hold of us at my father's house church in Alma. And um, 
we send teams over and we teach. So it's uh, 140 Pound Road. The number is 716-655-1389. They contact us and we can talk with them. Okay, this is um, Donna, Mm 716-655-1389 with the father's house. My father's house. I'm Donna Natal. Father's house. Wow, what an hour and a half. That's all I can say. I can just say that God is using this completely for your honor, for his honor, for his glory, and using one man to reach so many people. If you're listening out there and you want to be a part of this, you need to grab a hold of this with your prayers. You need to grab a hold of this with what we have talked about in sharing Christ with Muslim people. Uh, You need to get a hold of this by taking action. Be intentional by um, calling Donna, 716-655-1389, my father's house, to further this kingdom. Now, this is happening not only in your foreign country. This is happening in other parts of the world. And we have to say this is happening even in the United States. As God is sharing with his people what he has put on their hearts and what he wants them to do. We are so thankful for you. Our prayers are continually for you, Hassan Ali or Peter Joseph Paul, because God has chosen you for such a time as this, um, for his honor and his glory. Uh, I guess I want to close by praying about this whole situation as we go off the air at 2.30, and then remember, we're going to take a short break, and then we're going to speak with Eris Zoroff, um, who is live in Natanya, Israel, as we talk about One for Israel ministry today. And I'm telling you, things are happening all over the world. God is up to something. His movement is happening. I call upon Christians to be a part of it. Just say, Lord, how you want to use me. And then when the Holy Spirit works in your life, the only thing you have to do is not doubt it, think about it, just obey it and do it and be intentional. Father, today, we thank you. We thank you for the word of God. We thank you for the Holy Spirit. We thank you for how you are working on Hassan Ali's life. Lord, I pray a continued hedge of protection around him, his family, and the ministry that he has in Southeast Asia. Lord, I pray for total provision, not only for him there, but throughout our world. And for what you have heard today here in the United States, what you can be a part of, whether you're in our listening Canada area or the United States. For God's glory, Lord, may the people that hears this are moved by the Spirit that they would walk in the obedience, take an initiative, and reach our world for Christ. Lord, we thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, gift giver, the regular gifting season is over. You made it to the postseason and the party is on the line. It's fourth and long, the clock is ticking down, and you're down by one gift. What are you going to do? Oh, you know what you're going to do. You're heading to the Bender Zone, the custom laser engraving section of Bender's Christian Store. Because they've got plaques, frames, mugs, crosses, pens, crystal votive holders, cutting boards, lazy Susans, and an engraving staff that ain't so lazy. Uh, nor are they named Susan, but I digress. Yes, beautiful custom engraved gifts where almost all engraving requests are already included in the price. Why a custom laser engraved gift? 
because they look great, they're personal, and they become a treasured keepsake for years to come. A total gifting win! So get into Bender's Christian Store for that special gift win. They're easy to get to at 8550 Sheridan Drive in Williamsville, just a mile east of transit, and watch while they laser it for you. Or call ahead at 716-633-5757 to schedule an appointment to get it done. Or even find them on Facebook to see some examples of their work. The custom laser engraving department at Bender's Christian Store. Why? Because it's all about that moment. When they open the gift and you hear, <gasps> It's perfect! Gifting win! Today's Living Hope has been a blessing to you and so many WDCX listeners. Host Linda Penn is here for you as she continues to bring you the best in conversation every Saturday from 1 to 3 p.m. to help you find hope to fulfill your purpose and destiny for living. You've grown in your spiritual walk with the Lord and want to support the efforts of this incredible ministry. Learn more about how you can become a sponsor or advertising partner today. If you are a business or individual, you can donate to Today's Living Hope nonprofit organization. All donations are tax deductible. Email lindapenn at todayslivinghope.com or call 716-906-4620. Today's Living Hope, empowering people with purpose and destiny. Our ministry, One for Israel, is an initiative of native-born Israelis on the forefront of media and high-tech evangelism, boldly proclaiming salvation to Israel, raising up leaders and equipping them with the tools they need to transform our communities. We also provide humanitarian aid to Holocaust survivors with the love of Yeshua. Join us as we share the gospel in Israel. Become One for Israel. That nervous feeling you get in your stomach is God telling you to join the conversation. Give Linda a call at 1-800-684-2848 or 883-5000. Hey, welcome. We are so glad that you're with us for this 2.30 segment of Today's Living Hope with your host, Linda Penn. And I have as my guest this afternoon, the president of One for Israel's Ministries from Netanya Israel. And we're talking live. It's 9.30 p.m. over there, and it is 2.30 here in the United States. Welcome, Erez. How are you? I'm good. Hi, Linda. Great to hear your voice, and hello, everybody. Oh, I'm so glad. We have had, we have enjoyed so much the the uh, variety of guests that we have had on the air from One for Israel. Our people have learned so much. Benjamin Hart just did a two-part stir. Uh, series for us and we've had a number of your employees in different areas and it's been beautiful what God has done for and through and with one for Israel ministries what is God up to Erez what do you see him doing well uh, I'm really glad to hear that uh, you enjoyed meeting the our very varied staff and uh, faculty we sure come from uh, different places, but we share the love to the Lord our God and the zeal uh, to share the Messiah, Yeshua, Jesus, uh, with our people. And as far as, uh, you know, the next several years, um, we have built a solid uh, infrastructure, and we are experiencing a need for a lot of growth. So I think we're just going to see, uh, Lord willing, things are going to continue to move on and uh, get larger. Uh, so it would be more of what, we, what we're doing now, really. 
continuation because I know you have the Bible College, which is growing and expanding for um, Israelis and Arabs. And um, your social media outlets, can you share a little bit about the different social media outlets you have going on throughout the world and even the United States? Sure. So the, the two main things that we do is we reach out to our people, the Jewish people, and also to some degree to Arab people uh, with the message of the gospel. We do that through uh, social media, the Internet, and especially, um, you know, Facebook and YouTube. The, so these are the main outlets of social media that are used in Israel and the Middle East. So we make sure that the message of the gospel is proclaimed very clearly on those outlets. Uh, we had a tremendous response the last several years, and when I'm talking about expansion, well, anyway, that's the first one, that's the that actual outreach. The other thing, as you've mentioned, is that we have the privilege of uh, running the one and only accredited Bible college and seminary in Israel. And so we are very privileged to um, reach out and train a very wide variety of uh, people, and the difference that we see, and one of the reasons with, when we talk about growth, we truly see a qualitative difference among Jewish people in general, but Israeli people in particular, when it comes to hearing about the gospel message. And um, just to give a few examples, you know, if I compare, when I... When I started following uh, Yeshua personally 25 years ago, or a little more than that, whenever I would share, I was a student, so whenever I would share with my friends in class or other students on campus, I would always get the same response every time. And the response would be, well, you're, you're a Jew. You're, how come you talk to us about Jesus? Who's ever heard about a Jewish person that is a follower of Jesus? And today, what we see is the responses are very, very different. Many, I mean, majority of Israelis have already heard at least something about this growing group of Jewish people that claim Yeshua as our Messiah. So most of the time now, and this is why I'm saying the difference is qualitative as mm -hmm. well as quantitative, is that people are seeking us out to hear more about the gospel. And uh, it, it's actually rather exhilarating to, to be in the midst of that. And as a result, because of the overwhelming response, both to the evangelism and the discipleship in the Bible College, um, we just need to, we have been actually looking for the past several years, uh, invested a lot of hours of prayer in seeking the Lord on how exactly we're going to grow. So that's, that's some of the things. I really like the idea, um, Erez, that it's a complete um, program as far as sharing Yeshua, having them come to know Yeshua as their Messiah, and then following up with discipleship and um, mentoring, mentoring them, coming alongside them through social media. Mm -hmm. And I know you're even sharing Christ in, in Muslim countries. I just, um, prior to this segment, I had a man, we can't even mention his name because in his Southeast Asia country, he has led a million through his mm -hmm, endeavors mm -hmm. to know Christ and has about sure. uh, uh, 10,000 church homes. 
Um, but the the need that with even with persecution, but that it's coming to know them is discipling them. And then as they come and seeing God used in their life, you have a Bible college, which makes it so complete then to multiply, to grow, to equip, and then to evangelize and send out. That is the formula that Jesus used, and you're using it, and that's why it's going to expand. Well, amen. And I would I would just add to that that, uh, you know, the vast majority of both the Messianic congregations and the uh, Arab evangelical churches in the country have in their leadership people that have been trained uh, at the Bible College. And so as a result, and I think that's, that's going to complete it for us at least in, in a small country like Israel, we work very, very closely and with a lot of cooperation with the local pastors and leaders. Mm. So this is not, I mean, when, when we talk about uh, uh, evangelism and discipleship, I mean, this is not like One for Israel operates on its own. You know, there's a, there's a very large, well, very large, it's, it's, it's relatively small, certainly to the U.S., but a very vibrant body of believers here that we cooperate with. It's not like One for Israel operates on its own. So we're part of a larger context. And that's included in the unity of the churches. So uh, for sharing resources, sharing training, supporting, not territorial, but expanding. Exactly. That's absolutely wonderful. And you know that's kind of (laughs) rare, actually. Well, for us, it's important. You know, yes. it's, uh, we're a small community, relatively speaking. We're still we're, we're relative to the uh, population. We're definitely, as the, as the New Testament calls us, a remnant among our people. And so, we work very hard on this unity. We we actually just for our prayer, I mentioned that um, in just uh, three weeks or so, we are going to be having a. Uh, a very special conference for uh, Messianic Jewish and Arab evangelical pastors, all of whom are uh, senior leaders in the country and graduates uh, from our uh, our programs. So it's it's something that's very important for us to have every year as a manifestation and as, as, a, as, a, as a, just a living out of our unity. It's a wonderful opportunity to connect or reconnect really with one another on a personal level, uh, spend time together in the Word and in prayer. It's uh, very precious, and, mm-hmm. and this unity is, is very vital. Where Where is this conference going to be held? Uh, it's uh, in the center of the country. In the center of Israel? Yes. Okay, So, and are people coming from outside of Israel to come in from for that, or just within? No, no. It's, it's an inland-type conference. Uh, type of event but it's for israelis and it is for arabs those who know jesus so um right is that also a time for planning on how you're going to expand and what needs to be done as you listen to god's heart and the priorities of kind of where you are well of course this is this is a time where uh, we are seeking the uh, the counsel and the prayers of of those leaders and um i mean in as, as a body, we, we need each other, so definitely, that's that's definitely part of it. Um, you know, we'll just add just a word about our uh, Arab brothers and sisters uh, here in Israel, and I think it's true also for the 
um, Palestinian authority, although in a different way, completely different context, um, the, the, the church is really expanding among uh, our Arab brothers and sisters. And um, we have begun, as, as such, you know, at the Bible College, we have quite a few uh, Arab graduates. About a third of our student body are Arab, uh, Arab evangelicals. And so um, some of them have started serving with us, sharing the gospel with other Arab people through media. So, you know, we can't do that because our Arabic is not good enough, but, you know, they, they can do it. So they use our studios. I mean, they're, they're part of our team. It's not like it's two separate teams. It's, it's, it's just, we're on the same team, but uh, they do this outreach in Arabic and with some very, very encouraging outcome. Praise God. It's just multiplying. God is multiplying it upon itself. And you're seeing it expand Amen. and spread through the Holy Spirit. And um, it's wonderful to see. It's wonderful experiences. But it's not without its challenges, is it? For sure. I mean, again, it's important for me to, to stress, serving in Israel, we, we are blessed. I mean, we serve in the state of Israel. It's a democracy with freedom of speech and freedom of religion. So evangelism is 100% legal to adults by Israelis. It's absolutely legal. Everything we do is absolutely legal. However, that does not mean that everybody likes it. And like in the time of the New Testament, uh, it's actually in times amazing to see how little has, has things changed in that regard among our people uh, here in the land. But there are groups, especially Orthodox Jews, that very much dislike the fact that the name of Yeshua is once again uh, boldly and widely proclaimed in the land. And so... Uh, they try to stop us and make our life difficult um, in any way they can, believing that by that they serve God. Now, I can give you some examples, if you like, mm. of what that, what that entails, but the point is, and it's very important for me to stress, that they are not our enemies. We pray for them, we love them, these are, you know, our, our people that, for them, our Lord has, has shed His blood, and um, we would do anything we can to reach out to them. So we pray for them. We pray that from among them there will be several more, quote-unquote, Apostle Pauls, you know, um, to reach out to others from Israel and the nations. Mm. And we know but yes, definitely. Mm -hmm. No, uh, go ahead. Um, you do have the persecution. We know that people have been threatened. We know that people had their homes right. and cars have been vandalized and um, mm -hmm. but that does not keep you from walking in your truth of obeying God loving them and trying to reach them and that's what God blesses is that obedience to to move forward and, and go forward even though there are obstacles but you're within the law of the freedom of that and so things are able to expand sure. the other thing that I noticed from just um, talking to all the people that are part of one for Israel number one their their love for Jesus is um, non-disputable their love for Jewish people is the agape love the skill and the ability that God has given your team and who he brings around you to accomplish 
and then the favor through prayer and just how he expands it is um, the favor of God that is unexplainable except for the call on one for Israel's life to do what it's doing. It's not man-made skill or even money. It's the provision of the Holy Spirit and the point of favor as he expands for that. And that may sound simple, but I think it's miraculous. I think it's beyond measure. And it's exactly for such a time as this. So people who observe what you're doing are drawn by the Holy Spirit. And because of that, God is revealing himself to those you are ministering to. Amen. Amen. It is just a beautiful <laughs> thing. And I think we take that for granted a lot. I think we, you know, we build it like a, a, a business. We want to fund it. We do it. But without God's hand in the heart, in the motive behind that, does he respond to that? We're going to take a short break. I'm talking with Eris Soroff. He is the president and founder of One for Israel. And we're really privileged to have him with us today. We're going to take that short break and we're going to be right back. We're going to talk more about what is happening for One for Israel, how we can pray and how we can be a part of it. Hi, I'm Dr. Michael Boz of Boz Family Chiropractic in North Tonawanda. Do you suffer with neck, back, or leg pain, neuropathy, numbness, or migraines? I can help you find relief. Even if you suffered with discomfort for years, I can develop a tailor-made game plan to help you get back to living the abundant life. On today's Living Hope, Linda and her guests are experts at helping us find spiritual hope through godly principles. The same God designed and built your body, so let me help you get it back in working order. Call for your appointment at Boz Family Chiropractic today. 716-693-0556. That's 716-693-0556. It has been declared a national emergency. The opioid epidemic is taking the life of those we love and wreaking havoc with things like family life, finances, and trust issues. That's why it's crucial for you to help those you love struggling with addiction. There is help right here in Western New York. In His Name Outreach is on the front line fighting this epidemic and fully equipped to help you. In His Name Outreach is a nonprofit, faith-based resource center located in Buffalo. They offer services that not only help the person who is struggling with their addiction, but also provide support for you and your family as you walk through this difficult time. Donna Potter and her team of qualified counselors and medical partners have the tools you need. Some services they provide include counseling, addiction recovery life coaches, family services, support groups, seminars, church support, and community outreach. Thinking of becoming a recovery coach? They have dynamic classes available for you. Opiate addiction is not only an emergency nationally, it's an emergency in your own family. I know is here to support you. Call today to set up your confidential appointment, 464-3681. That's 464-3681. In His Name Outreach, where healing is possible. Helping you find balance in life. Here's today's Living Hope with Linda Penn. Hey, thank you for staying tuned with us this week from um, today's Living Hope, 1 to 3 p.m. every Saturday afternoon. I strongly encourage you to go to oneforisrael.org or imetmessiah.com and just explore their 
their websites and just some great things um, through there that you need to look at. You need to look at the Bible College. You need to look at the videos that there are with Jewish apologetics. You need to go on Facebook and I share the testimonies all the time. There's many great, fantastic articles of, um, uh, I know, Etan um, has studied with Dallas Theological Seminary and the things that he's putting out through the apologetics videos and Moti and the things that are happening. Not only are they helping the people come to know their Yeshua as Messiah, they are educating us to be involved. And we need to think more globally and be involved and extend with our time, our prayers and with our support for One for Israel. Um, what is on the scene with the uh, the new videos and the apologetics that and the, and the outreach that you have seen through that, Ares? Uh, I'm sorry. Can you repeat the question? Yes. The um, the expansion of having the videos with apologetics. That was a new series that went out. What has been the um, the outpouring of that and people being more drawn as they have learned uh, and come to one for e- Israel for answers. Well, uh, you know, the I would put it this way. In the Jewish bookshelf, over the past 2,000 years, there is a small library of books that argue against the messiahship of Yeshua, of Jesus. In other words, uh, trying to prove, quote-unquote, that he is not the messiah. And those arguments come in in different levels of sophistication, uh, from very basic, saying things like, well, uh, you know, when the Messiah comes, it's going to be world peace. So there's no world peace right now, so, you know, Jesus can't be the Messiah. I mean, that's at the very simple level, you know. Mm -hmm. And then it gets into a lot more um, kind of sophisticated uh, arguments regarding the reliability of the New Testament and so on. And so over the last probably seven years or so, through our different Internet forums, we've been receiving practically all those questions. And our apologetic series, basically what we do, we take those arguments from the simple ones to the more sophisticated ones, and we tackle them because the, and this is the encouraging news, and I think it's very important to understand, is that there is absolutely a very, very good reply and answer to each one of those claims. And it's actually is a very, for us, it's been a, a fantastic mm. faith-building exercise to look at those sometimes hard questions and see how amazingly true to his word God really is. So those, those are, um, as I said, coming in, in various levels. Um, we call it Jewish apologetics, and uh, those go to a crowd that tends to be a little more traditional and so on. Uh, we also have what we call Greek apologetic or general apologetic, which is, has to do more with uh, uh, creation versus, versus evolution, um, and those kind of things that are more general, not just, you know, uh, special to the Jewish world. And those are targeting a crowd that is more uh, secular. So we found that combination to be very, very rich. 
Um, I did mention to you also that we have the Arabic mm-hmm. uh, series, uh, you know, that keeps coming out. Those are, are touching more on Islamic apologetics. And so it's a very uh, wide array. I mean, some of the things are common between, you know, the Jewish and, and the Islamic apologetic, but, but not all of them. And certainly not all of them. So, yeah, it's been, this has been part of the uh, tremendous response we have gotten because it w- it's very detailed and in a simple language, but very deep. So it was, uh, a lot of people appreciated it very much, even if, uh, you know, they're in, in, in different places on their journey uh, toward God. But we have also seen quite a few people actually come to know the Lord uh, as a result of that. Well, I don't think there's anything better than um, answering questions for people that they've thought about or they to make them think deeper and broader and have answers for as they're trying to put the puzzle pieces together about is this Messiah real? Is it true? Is the word true? And you are hitting a well-rounded group of people for holistically ministering to everyone. And I know through the social media with 23 million hits a year through the age of 14 to 34, I think Moti has told me, that you are a complete ministry. Uh, And to me, that is rare in our culture, in our Western culture, or what you're doing compared to what other people are doing. It is so complete, Ares, that it's it's beautiful to see. And Praise God. You know, for us, it's it's like I said, Israel is a small country, and um, part part of what that means for us is that um, we have to work in unity with a lot of others um, on the ground here, as well as, and I think you've alluded to that earlier, because the body of Christ is is still very small. Uh, this is why we do uh, quite a bit of activity uh, through banquets and events in North America. Mm-hmm. Uh, because that that allows us, you know, where where there's a lot more believers and um, a lot more resources, both educational and uh, church resources, as well as funding uh, resources, financial resources, to at this stage of development here in Israel to be able to do the work. Now, I do believe that in in ten or fifteen years the situation is going to be very different for the local church here. And we will see, you know, kind of, I, I, I often say, and you probably heard it from some of our people, that the missing link, so to speak, in, in, in the church in Israel is um, sending people outside the land to share the gospel. Now, we do that now already uh, digitally, electronically. But I think the time will also come where we we can not only support our own churches and ministries independently, but also uh, reach out to others. So anyway, we, we and we work for that, you know, very hard. Something that we put a lot of prayer and thought into. But that's part of where where we'd like to be uh, in the future. Well, and I know you have done some of that already with going to other foreign countries now. Um, I know Moti went with a team, and uh, and you have some things planned for the future, Mm -hmm. maybe on a smaller scale. But um, same scale, you know, and but it needs to you're already feeling the need to expand and wanting to expand that. So we're going out and coming in in both directions. And um, 
And what I like about having you on the air is that you help us in the United States to be challenged, motivated to be doing what we need to be doing as well. Uh, Western culture is the Western culture. And anytime, if you're listening today and you want to be part of a bigger picture that's really making a true impact globally, you have to go to oneforisrael.org website or I Met Messiah. You can go and look at the, the, the tours that they're taking, the impact that they're doing. You can see the apologetics. You can look on Facebook and see the testimonies of what's happening. And I know we're going to talk to one of the, the gal that works with Moti next week, and she is an evangelist and hearing some of those testimonies. If you want to be a part of something that's truly real, accurate, it's happening for such a time as this and for the impact that's beyond measure, you have got to hit the donate button. You really do. You've got to hit the donate button, and you've got to give something because all of your money goes to the ministry of one for israel and uh it's impactful it's growing uh, my in just my interaction with everyone has been above i can't even say it's been such a divine appointment to hear their hearts their motives of why they're doing their hard work their skill and this isn't without sacrifice is it Ares? your whole team is sacrificing something to be a part of this for sure for sure, and um, you know, we, we briefly mentioned um, issues like persecution, and again, it's it's for us. We most of it is at the threat level, uh, where where it's most unpleasant. Um, and again, I, I don't think you can compare it to what's happening in in a lot of other places. And you just talk to somebody in a Muslim country in Southeast Asia. I'm sure it's very different there. Uh, for us, it would mean you know uh, demonstrations in front of our buildings or uh, they write articles about us in a newspaper. They put uh, posters in our neighborhoods warning people from us. Uh, where for us as adults, I mean, it's not pleasant, but, you know, it's not not the end of the world type of thing. Where it's uh, getting very unpleasant, very uncomfortable is when, you know, our children uh, go to school the next day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everybody's talking about you know, our family, and, and here they are walking, you know, they're, they're the only believers in the school or maybe just a couple of others. So these are the, the things, and we definitely would ask for your prayers also for our children. Uh, very important. Uh, you know, I think God is bringing a, a wonderful next generation uh, of believers here in the land. Mm-hmm. Well, and we also know not only for your children, but some of you who are on staff there, your parents do not know their Yeshua as Messiah yet either. Yeah. And so we need to do that prayer. Yes, most of um, So that continued prayer support. Eris Zoroff, it's been a privilege to have you on our program today as president of One for Israel Ministries. Be assured of our continued prayers. And I encourage our listeners to donate and support for a kingdom-building ministry where you can see measurable results and for kingdom impact globally for such a time as this why not be a part of that how could you not be a part of it western culture as we step up the church we need to be responsible for where we're leading where we're headed and what we're funding for god's glory in his kingdom 
Arasorov, thank you so much for being on the program. I count thank it a you. privilege thank for you, you to take my for, privilege for you to take the time out of your busy, busyness, and I know you're traveling and all the things that you're doing to take the time at nine thirty at night to be on our program for a half hour. I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, Linda. I appreciate your prayers. Thank, thank you. you. So much. Hey, blessings to you and one for Israel. This has been today's Living Hope with your host Linda Penn. See you next week. has been furnished by Today's Living Hope.